This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat, although there probably should be for episode 494, since we have in-studio guests tonight. We've got Jordan... And I'm taking my notes. Dan is what it says from the Knowledge Fight podcast. Are you sure you didn't write it down? Like, because Dan is part of Jordan. I well, I, I right. You know what? I'm not 100 sure. This this topic has come up on our show as well. <laughs> I will be I will be honest with you. This is a this is a concern that we've had many I see. a time. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. Now, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys very We're much. Gl- for really us. glad to have you. Really excited to have here. you in the glory in, hole. In the glory hole, deep inside the glory uh, hole, with the Knowledge Fight podcast, we have a bunch of people, a bunch of people that listen to our show. We're like, you guys have got to have these guys on your show. Like, you guys talk about Alex Jones. These guys know everything there is to know about Alex Jones. You I should have talk so to many them. Questions. And yeah. We have a lot of questions. First one: Did he bang that cheerleader in Texas when he was thirteen? Are we talking about the <laughs> okay. Satanist? All right, yeah. all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, because we don't believe it, but no. we're you know we're not. <laughs> Dan's just like no, no. he didn't. No, no, I mean like no, he's, you don't believe yeah. him. What a shock! <laughs> he's not a believable <laughs> person. Are we suggesting here that Alex Jones is not a believe? He's not a uh, reliable narrator. Uh, it, is, it is a. It's unconscionable to imagine. Oh that, my god! Uh, somebody could re- betray our trust we, like this. We, we have to start the show, we're, but we're going to ask you about your show in a second. But the but to frame everything, to frame the entire conversation, I feel like we we've asked this of many people on our show when we've played Alex Jones clips. Mm-hmm. Is he a crazy person or is he a fucking liar or is he both? Yeah, What's that, that then I'm going to go. Question. I'm going to I'm going to actually ask you individually. <laughs> so I'm going to ask Dan first. Dan, crazy liar or crazy liar? Crazy liar. I mean, I I think the question itself is kind of like, uh, it's a distraction almost even from the, like why he's doing what he's doing or why the effect is what it is, is almost secondary to the actual effect that he has. The damage. What he's doing. Yeah. That's a great point. But I've gone through so much of listening to him um, that is just insane and so much that is clearly intentionally lying. So I'm pretty confident it's both. You think it's both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan? Uh, I I would say that it is at any one point in time uh, one of them. At least, like as we've gone through the unequivocal answer, as, yeah. as we've gone through different eras, it's uh, there's almost epochs of Alex. Yeah. Where like he spent a year in the wilderness being just crazy, and then, <laughs> but, and then but, from 2002 okay, to that's the Glenn Beck model, he's just though. a giant <laughs> lunatic. You know, point like, of order though, in those times that he was being just crazy, that he was not also not being honest during those times. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he was a crazy liar. Yeah. yeah he well. just happened to be a crazy liar. Okay. I he get aired it. more on the side of crazy <laughs> right. during this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, to frame the show, 
Let's talk about what you guys do every week on your show. Sure. We um, we do a thing where we uh, just talk about Alex Jones too much. <laughs> yeah, my God. Wait, the end. Thank you my guys God. so much for having us. We're going to get out of here. We, oh. we, you guys nailed it. <laughs> um, I became fascinated with Alex Jones a while back, and so I just decided that I was going to start uh, like really looking at him as an example of people that I think suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm lucky enough that uh, Jordan and I were hanging out, we're friends, and uh, he came along uh, for the ride with me as we explored him together. Um, and so we just do a podcast where I listen to Alex's shows from the past and the present day um, and pull some clips and I play them for Jordan. He has no idea um, what I'm going to play for him, and then he screams at me. So it's it's it's, <laughs> it's very I mean, much. Yeah, it's very. I, I like my my contribution to the show is uh, <laughs> just very quickly yelling. explained. <laughs> I, I I gotta say, it, it, when I listened to it, it reminded me of the dollop. But if the dollop only did Alex Jones every week, it's an exhaustive you know? yeah, yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. study. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> of the dollop. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I want to ask, what is it about Alex Jones that grabbed you like that? Like, I mean, he is a fascinating character, but I want to know, like what it is about him as a character that you're like, this sustains me. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> At this point, I don't know. But uh, it's either this or cutting, I yeah. guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know okay. what to tell you. But why choose Alex Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Initially, um, I had listened to some Alex Jones stuff when I was a younger dude. Um, and I listened to it for entertainment. And I thought it was funny how he'd yell and you know, scream all the stuff, all the meme stuff that you hear, like, you turn on the frogs, gay. And yeah, all right, that. right, right, right. And so I had this image of him in the back of my head as kind of like a principled libertarian Ron Paul guy. Um, and Did then you I, use the word principled? Oh, we were young ones. I said, in a conversation uh, where Alex Jones was also being the He has too big a beard to be a libertarian. <laughs> um, that's, there's no way he's a libertarian. I, I said I had the image that he was that. <laughs> yeah. just, just, I, I'm, I'm trying to explain I was wrong. <laughs> And I'm trying he's, to point out that you were wrong. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's, cautiously, yeah. he's cautiously walking this yeah. backwards. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You see, so, I once was hit in the head with a brick. <laughs> so I had that image. That's almost an Alex Jones story. <laughs> I had that image in my head from like much younger days. And right. then as, uh, you know, the, the election was coming up uh, of 2016, uh, prior to that, uh, you know, clips of Alex would start being played around. And I saw these clips of him and he's, just yelling and like a, like really religious and into Trump. And it just confused me. And so I started listening to it more. And as I listened to it, I just found more and more things that were fascinating that were so much worse and so much different than the public perception and the, the things that are t talked about about him. And so that's kind of what sustains me is just like, that stuff that you would never find unless you listen to all of his show. Um, <laughs> well, and that's and that's something I want to talk to you about because I've never I will I will freely admit that's I'm a clip guy. Right. I've yeah. only so, ever heard Alex Jones in in these digested soundbites. What we mm. get is there's a there's an intern, a, the saddest intern in the world, <laughs> who has to watch Alex Jones's show every week at Right Wing Watch, and then he clips the best part of it for us, and mm -hmm. then we listen to that. Yeah. That's that's the only introduction. Or once in a while, Alex will say something clippable on Twitter, yeah, yeah and sure. they'll they'll share it on Twitter, and so we don't. I don't have the full Alex Jones experience because I, I don't know I could do it. Yeah, most people shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I absolutely can't. Most, have no. you ever have you listened to a full Alex Jones show? Never, not once in my life. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I even wrestle with the question of whether or not like what we do is 
entirely worthwhile. <laughs> there, I've wrestled with that question about of, every piece of my life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, there's a certain amount of like, are we are we being irresponsible in somehow bringing him to even more people that wouldn't otherwise? Uh, I don't think they're going to be convinced. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Either. That's no. the yeah, thing, and right. we we've we've struggled with that too. And you know, um, we've we've had a lot of people say. You know, I never even heard of Dave Dobbenmeyer before you guys played him. Right? We did an episode did, about him. Yeah, we. You know, people will say we've never. I never even fucking heard about him until you played him. And I'm like, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have. You know, people that listen to him and people that share him and people that need. Well, to I mean, hear. Dave does it, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Dave has Dave is hilariously like 300 people on YouTube. I, it's the best. Have it's you ever watched a full Dave Dobbenmeyer? <laughs> oh my god, no. You know, we've never watched a full anything. Wow. Like we just we're just clip guys. So for us, it's like, what's the clip say? And we listen to the clip, but we just like it. I can't think of anything. We never watched a full Jim Baker. We've never oh. watched a full. You're missing out. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. we're not. No, no we're not. No. <laughs> Imagine uh, it. No. And you know, another thing we've never done either, we're atheist show. Mm -hmm. We've never read the Bible. Okay. And a lot of people are like, you never read the Bible. I'm like, I don't fucking have to to know it's magic. Like, I'm I'm cool. Sure, you right. know, I don't have to watch all of, D of yeah. Jim Baker to know the buckets are a lie. You know, yeah. like, no, that's yeah. fair. Man, yeah. but if you're not reading the letters to the Thessalonians, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're doing here. You're Get out of my fucking house. That's what I'm saying to you right now. Until, read those Thessalonians. Until you read Thessalonians, your atheism is invalid. Right, right, right. It's like, I've only uh, seen the end of the great pumpkin. Uh, and I was uh, like, I don't think pumpkins fly. And then, but, you know, turns until you out, see the whole thing, turns out, how do I know? Yeah, Charlie yeah, Brown. Yeah. So in the last... I want to say, so you guys have been covering Alex Jones for how long? Just about three years, three man. Years. January, I think yeah, it'll yeah. be three years. January, January, three years. So yeah. Very close to three years. Alex Jones really has evolved Ooh. into, and now he was an Obama hater, right? Yeah. Hated Obama. Big time. Hated everything about Obama. Made Obama two was documentaries a, about yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. No, real quick, Obama was black though, right? I just I've wanted heard. to I check on that. I don't that. know if that I, has anything to do with it. It was wasn't on his birth certificate. I will do the glass half full. He was half black. <laughs> That is a point that yeah. uh, Alex makes quite frequently. Yeah, I, will, uh, I will edit that out of the show. So anyway, um, but but uh, Alex hated Obama. Mm -hmm. And we had watched a bunch of clips about him back in the day when he hated Obama. He hated everybody. He also did. He also, um, you know, had it in for anybody who was, was was liberal. So he's been a he's been a conservative. He's never changed really changed his stripes from conservatism that I know. But he also hated George W. Bush. Oh, like, did he? Yeah, he was yeah. very much against Bush. He was um, against the war in Iraq pretty hard, wasn't yeah. he? Well, yeah, I mean, he's there, pretty he was pretty convinced that Bush did 9/11. So there's, you know, uh, you, don't, uh, you, don't, oh, you don't go God. back to liking a guy from that. <laughs> there's there's nuance I mean, to I his, guess, his that, uh, like that is hands. a huge party foul. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> what, what are you, Ellen? Come on now. First of all, I said coats on the bed in the guest room. Oh, not knocked down two times. Okay, oh, fine. Jesus. Alex uh, tells stories of back when uh, W was uh, like the governor of Texas. Uh, when he was when uh, W was there in Texas, he Alex and him would run into each other, and they were adversarial and. You know, George H.W. Bush was the one who said New World Order in right, one of his right. speeches. And yeah, so yeah. he's his kid. So obviously he's part of the Illuminati. Um, so he's always hated that him. That one actually might be true, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is a, is a conservative in like that Ron Paul kind of way. He always yeah. supported Ron Paul. Yeah. So he hates the GOP 
I thought you were going to say Jews. And then I was like, yeah, no, those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He hates, so he hates the GOP. Well, he at, used at that to. Point. He used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. now he is 100% on board. Definitely. Like he is a thousand. I mean, you listen to him talk and any clip we get of him, he is 100%. Trump is fucking ejaculating down the back of his throat like a fucking smoothie milkshake. Like there is no going back from how hard he is yeah. sucking his dick. And so- Anything that Trump does, and that's sadly that's every single pundit that is religious on the that we oh, yeah. covered. They have they don't they don't have any. There's no apology. There's no. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Trump did this thing. There's none of that. Mm-hmm. It's all just oh, it's a big giant plan and yada yada yada. Is is Alex Jones? Is his thought process that you can tell that everything is an orchestrated thing by just like all the other Christian pe- people? They think Trump is orchestrating everything. Uh, I think I think so. I think I, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I quibble mainly with just the the uh, the premise of it, which is that I don't think any of them actually believe Trump knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think this is the lying part. I think this is all, the lying yeah, part. Yeah, 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 I think they're all saying that he has some sort of plan, but they all know that he's uh, a, a, an idiot. Like he's yeah. sundowning. He's he's dying in front <laughs> of our sundowning. eyes. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else there is to to say. If you are not an idiot, you can see Trump and go like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Like that's it's not hard. Yeah. But for a guy like Alex and like the 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 conspiracy theories that he sells, right? He see he lives on this world of hidden meanings and 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 hidden uh, players and and strings that are being pulled. I would think that something like the Trump administration, which is both incredibly unlikely and inscrutable day to day in terms of its motivations. Mm-hmm. Like the only way to make sense of that to some degree is a conspiratorial worldview. How much of a gift is the madness and chaos of Trump to someone like Alex? Well, you, I think you would think it would be a much greater gift. I think it's turned out to be a pretty terrible thing for him because- For Alex. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because well, as much uh, mileage as he could get out of critiquing the Trump administration uh, and all of that stuff, he now has to make excuses for it. And you can only say that there are globalist plants within the White House so many times before it just becomes uncompelling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that's the well, trap. You think so. Yeah. 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 But it's happening yeah. with alarming regularity. That's true. In the House of Representatives. Like, <laughs> that's what's, true. Well, it was it's perfect for him. Uh, like during the campaign, it's perfect for him. He wants to be a fan of Trump during the campaign because that's all kinds of shit you can throw at everybody and everybody hates Hillary. So hooray, we're all having a great time. When he actually won, then he because he's a Trump supporter, Alex has to then defend all this insane shit. Right. And he has to get rid of everything that he's ever believed in order to bend over backwards for it. Mm-hmm. So if if Trump had lost, he gets to continue hating Hillary forever and ever and ever. That's your preferred outcome, which I think I've, everybody on the planet agrees uh, <laughs> would, would have been our preferred outcome. Um, so now, he's just he's just fucked. <laughs> I got to ask, though, because huge conspiracy on the right that covers that we cover constantly is QAnon. Mm-hmm. What is his thoughts on QAnon? It's so it's so interesting. He's kind of against it. Oh, but really? He, but he's also teased like trying to lure some of the people who believe it over to be like, "Hey, I've got my own version." Yeah. He had this guy named Zach who he I pretended have was a non. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. Almost honestly. What? No, what? Yeah. Zach. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> Zach. He's one hundred percent Zach. What? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yep. 
Shut the Space fuck Command, up. you got it. Oh my God, it's Cianon. Yep. Oh. He, he, he claimed this dude was That's like- two levels higher than X is non. Execuanon. Why a nun? <laughs> Why a nun? <laughs> what? Yeah. And a lot of this stuff that's sort of uh, <laughs> the central parts of QAnon belief are things that were discussed on Alex's show prior to QAnon existing. Right. Like, that's not to say that uh, it has anything to do with the actual QAnon, but, like, the whole idea that there's a counter-coup going on behind the scenes uh, against Hillary Clinton and the, the Democrats who are trying to do a coup, that's, you know, there's a lot of that within right. the QAnon stuff. Um, that was all stuff that was articulated in, like, 2015, on uh, Alex's show. So he has a lot of the same ideas, but he resents the success of QAnon because he's not making money off it. Well, all right. So I want to ask this question then. Why does somebody like Alex Jones matter? Hmm. Because I think he does. I think I think, I think you would agree he does or it wouldn't be fascinating. He is this, he's become this kind of larger than life crackpot figure, but he's not totally crackpot. He's like the fringe is blending into the mainstream. Yeah. So why is what is it about somebody like Alex Jones? Do you think that appeals to us in in, in you know in broad terms? Mm -hmm. And and why does somebody like Alex Jones matter? Uh, I, I mean, the thing that I say on the show uh, most often is that he's just the weakest link in the right wing propaganda chain. You know, the reason that he's so fun to listen to is because he was bombastic and he says ridiculous nonsense. And within that, he hides his kernels of, and it's okay if we ethnically cleanse people. You know, it's like that. Kind of, <laughs> you know, he's like, turning the frogs gay. And if you want to kill the Kurds, I mean, it's not that big a deal. You know, and so, so. It's the, really not. We're doing it right now. Right, no, it's cool. Yeah, right. we're fine with it. Yeah. He, he makes it really overt. Like, he yeah. makes it really transparent. Yeah. You can yeah. see a lot it's, of the tricks that other people are better at yeah, when, yeah. Be, through him. Yeah. I think, He's I like think, a bad magician. Yes. Like yeah. a really bad magician. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, he can't. the top card. Like, any of the top like, card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that, too. So. But the other thing is that it's it's so, he's he matters so much now because the more we see what happened to right-wing media after Trump, how they've all headed more towards it's Alex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's made it concrete that if you scratch the surface of all those slicker propagandists at Fox News and stuff like that, you will find that they believe, if not the exact same shit that Alex does, very similar shit. Well, one of the things that has that we were talking about recently is um, we were talking about the deep state, the idea of the deep state. And uh, when there was the whistleblowers, the couple whistleblowers, I had said, the time I said, you're poisoning the well with this deep state language that we're hearing. And we're not just hearing it from the fringe anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think Alex Jones was one of the pioneers of that idea. And, you know, if he wasn't, he certainly was an early adopter. Yeah. And so he's been sort of talking about the deep state for a long time. And that has, that has, that is a pervasive thought that works its way all the way through all the right wing pundits that we cover, which are Christian mainly. And then, you know, you'll hear Tucker Carlson talk about oh, it. Yeah. You'll hear, now. you'll hear, yeah, you'll yeah, hear Sean Hannity talk about it. You'll hear uh, Glenn Beck talk about it. These are people who wouldn't, might, might not have talked about it, you know, four years ago. Right. So it's a, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different day mm -hmm. when it comes to news media now. Well, I, I agree. It, to, to that point, I wonder, like, I genuinely wonder, is the concept of the fringe as a dismissible set of ideas no longer the case in our new world, new media environment. Like, I don't know that the, because it used to be that the fringe was on the fringe. The fringe I and mean, the mainstream didn't interact. Now, 
there is no, I don't know what the fringe means anymore. Me neither. Oh, right. <laughs> and I don't, I, and I said that like, and we all laugh, but like, I wonder if because the way that media has changed, the consumption of media has changed, the democratization of media has changed, like this idea that like the fringe as being a dismissible group of minority views, that's no longer dismissible. Do you, and and does, does Alex gain some credibility from that shift if you think that shift is real? I think that the the fringe is, is still dismissible, maybe, but it it's less like as there's more and more media options, um, and independent media is so kind of easy to produce compared to yeah, it is in the past. <laughs> yeah. um, sure is. <laughs> Welcome to Glorial Studios. <laughs> <laughs> this place is great. <laughs> Lovely. This is a huge step up for us. We're, we're very happy to be here. <laughs> I, I think that the uh, <laughs> you guys have a fucking globe in here. Okay? <laughs> this is the nicest place I've ever been in. That is a globe bar. Thank you very much. If you open oh, that, that's up, ten times there's better. liquor in it. <laughs> I feel like an explorer. <laughs> Jordan's kind of globe. That's <laughs> where he stores his bitters. I like it. I like go. it. There you go. I wouldn't mind an old fashioned if you're yeah. offering. Yeah, it's how, I would. It would if you could make one. But we could pour you bad spiced rum. Yeah, <laughs> you love bad spiced rum. <laughs> I did put that on my Instagram. That's yeah. True. yeah. <laughs> I, I just think that there's so many options now that the fringe is probably like so obscure that you wouldn't know what it is. Like Alex is the fringe, but he's also the successful fringe. Yeah, yeah. But I guess that's what I well, mean. It's like, because he has had conversations with our current president. Yeah. It is hard to say that he's truly fringe then. And he's got, he's the, the, his, the power of his voice is such that when bad shit happens to Alex Jones, it hits every major media cycle. Yeah. So he must be important enough to be reportable. He must be important enough that the president's going to talk to him. important enough to get a, a, a story on, MP, on NPR and yeah. This American Life. Right. You know what I mean? Very so. difficult to say, truly fringe. My, my theory on that is that um, because the right wing has now, have, it now has to essentially fight reality, at every turn, because if you if you just look at reality, reality yeah, you. Mm. if you just look at it, you're like, oh well, they're wrong. So they've gotten more closer to the fringe because they're fighting reality all the time. It used to be you could accept some of it, and so Alex, who has always been fighting reality, who is who has always been seeing pink elephants flying across his face at all times, <laughs> like he seems on the fringe until you realize that once everybody starts denying reality, you're, you wind up at Alex. Yeah, it's kind of the Overton window yeah. aspect. Yeah, of it. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you said successful. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Alex's success because Alex has had a pretty bad couple years yeah. in the terms of success. So he got he would he would disagree with that, but I don't. I think he's lying. I think he's he lying would too. With well, because he's a crazy liar. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does he still think he's successful? He says he's doing as well as ever, but yeah. he's also currently running a everything must go sale. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. He's, his performance like, indicators kind of disagree with his own assessment of his performance. He's got a whole set of yeah. lizard people he's right. selling. Yeah. He's just yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. But if anyone wants a jelly used coffee table, <laughs> yeah, 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 very much that. Very very much that. <laughs> Check out the Infowars store now on Craigslist. <laughs> By the way, I'm on Fiverr. Yeah. If you need anybody to move stuff in your house. You I got a strong back like a gorilla. <laughs> do you need a Yosemite Sam impression? I'll do it for you. Please. If you want to know what's for dinner, uh, I'll tell you it's beef. <laughs> Voice, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Voice actor Alex Jones. 
He could have uh, been a great voice. At one voice. Yeah. He has one, one voice. One. He has one voice. But no. You don't want to hear the other voices that he has on the show. <laughs> he's currently in the middle of a series of uh, commercials that he's doing where he does a very racist Chinese impression. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He plays a dragon <laughs> called Fentanyl. Uh, it is. It's very awful. Imagine, oh, no. imagine how bad it is. Oh, yeah. no. And then it's oh, egregious. No. Oh, no. These are the things you don't get in the right-wing watch clips. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I don't even like. I, you can't do that. I like you can't even allow to do that. that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty oh, pretty offensive. It's really worst. insane. So, so he's not doing well. Like, right. <laughs> but but you look back. You roll back the clock to Trump. I would say right as Trump got in. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably. And I think my timeline's right. He had millions of people or at least a million people on YouTube that were subscribed to him. He had Twitter, a huge Twitter, a huge Facebook. He was constantly pumping out tons of disinformation every mm -hmm. day through tons of different uh, channels, social media channels. He had multiple videos being posted. They had many shows. They yeah. had that Paul Joseph Twatson or whatever sure. his name is. He was doing stuff. Nice. So there was a bunch of, I, at least one person liked, <laughs> I, it. I liked it. Jordan liked it. I liked it. I, uh, thank you, Jordan. Let's not go too Jordan, far. Jordan, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, me and you, buddy. Right, me and you, buddy. You Cheers. Cheers to it. Cheers. Cheers to it. I, I, he told me to roll it back there, but fuck you. Anyway, so, so but seriously, the, the, he had a huge, huge fucking following, like a following that like we could make fun of him and he would just be like, ha, 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 piss ants, go away. And I mean, like even large celebrities could say shit about him and it wouldn't matter because his following was fucking enormous. And now he's not on many social medias and he's not on YouTube. His, I mean, you really just kind of got to go to Alec Jones's site, right? Or does, yeah. he, does he like broadcast on BitChute or something? He like, did that for a bit. He has a he has his own video service now okay. that he's trying to pretend is going to be to serve all of the people who get kicked off uh, places. But so far, it's, speech warriors unite. Exactly. Yes. So far, it's all just his employees, though. So <laughs> you can never take my YouTube. <laughs> yes, we oh, can actually. No, we, we do. You can very yeah. quickly yeah. take <laughs> my YouTube. Please Damn give it. it back. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So. The, the real interesting thing is if you go to his own YouTube uh, clone type of thing, like his own version. Um, he has like se uh, sections of it for all of his employees. And like Alex's videos himself have like, you know, maybe 10, 20,000 uh, and up views. Um, but all the rest of his employees are just, no one's watching yeah, any like of their stuff. Six views. It's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mom and her it's, come on. Uncle club. It, <laughs> just put up another video of my cat. <laughs> it very clearly demonstrates that people are not so interested in the rest of the content. They just like him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's he's doing way, way, way worse than, uh, than around the election time. Did that change his demeanor at all through how he's approaching any... Because I because we saw an interview with him after he was taken off oh. of, <laughs> off of uh, YouTube. And oh my God. The big weepies? He, well, it was that one guy who was like interviewing super successful people and he just happened to catch Alex Jones at the wrong time when he was oh, kicked yeah, off yeah. YouTube. That, that Do you remember? Is, uh, that's actually one of our favorite clips. <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, Patrick Bet David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And So he's, he's hey, he takes a bite of an apple yeah. and in the middle of the bite, he just starts on and he's just, that's very fragile. <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> It's so funny. The, the interviewer is telling him about a time that he lost his voice yeah. and couldn't run his business. And yeah. Alex's like, life's very fragile. <laughs> Such a prick. Such 
<laughs> just got a so big, you know, big, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big mouthful. But he was oh. like weepy, sad eyes the whole time. Yeah, talking, talking about how he's ready to yeah. die. He's ready and, to yeah. die. That was like, amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was it was a. I've already won. Yeah. I'm ready to die. I've already won. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he said. The globalists know what I've done. I've already won. And I you're just like you've already them. won. What you won a fucking one way ticket off YouTube? That's not a, like a. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bunch of boats, so I'll give him that. He won. He won me. Is he gonna keep those boats? Definitely not. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Alex, this is for you. Enjoy those boats while you have them. Yeah. Maybe smash up Derby the boats. You know, <laughs> just get a couple people to run them into each other. He, he, you could make the argument, I guess, if you're crazy, that he has won in the sense that he's distorted a lot of the oh, yeah. discourse. Yeah, no, reality. Right. Right. You know, like, I, and right. if, he, if that's what he was talking yeah. about, then I agree, but also hate yeah. him for yeah. it. Yeah. I guess you're right. Well, I want to ask you that. So, like, we've kind of hemmed and hawed around whether or not Alex Jones matters, but, like, He's had an effect. Mm -hmm. Like there is an Alex Jones effect on, on the on the world, on media. Like he's not an insignificant, to your point, he's not insignificant. Like he has had an effect. He has warped conversations that people, I mean, a guy stormed into a pizza parlor with a gun. Yeah. yeah like that, shit has happened in the world because somebody is angry. And that's on the YouTube. that's the like the less uh tragic consequence of some of his actions. Like, you know, he's getting sued for the Sandy Hook, uh, yeah. his Sandy Hook behavior. Can you tell Can you tell us exactly, like, I mean, in, in a very brief sense, what that whole thing is about, the Sandy Hook And thing. how great it's going for him. Like, what, like why, going great. He, why he's being sued and what the what the suit is. I mean, you, can, you, don't, you don't have to be, like, super legal about it. Just a, just a short I'm brief. I'm very bad at okay. legal okay. Uh, stuff. But the long and short of it is he uh, covered Sandy Hook in such a way as to say that they were actors and the kids didn't die and the parents were actors. Okay. And so that that uh, that sort of coverage, which I certainly believe counts as defamation. Sure. Um, and if you don't, you can listen to uh, our show. We are currently in a like six month long going through every day of the 2013 uh, period where he did that. Oh, really? So, yeah, you can... Anything that he says, we have the receipts in, oh. in exhaustive and we, granular detail. We, we set out to explore the Sandy Hook coverage that he did, and now we've ended <laughs> up where we're at currently is at the time of the Boston bombing. And what we're realizing is actually someone should be suing him for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do during the Boston bombing that's so egregious? God, he created so many uh, just hoax, uh, panic kind of. Sure. Uh, uh, it was these two guys. They're black backpacks. Like this yeah. whole. Oh, yeah. so like Reddit then. Yeah. yeah Reddit yeah, yeah. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. He that's... really pushed those narratives oh, and amplified yeah. them sure. to a level that was deeply irresponsible while the, while the country was trying to process the, the aftermath of the attack. Um, but with the Sandy Hook thing, the families are suing him um, for this. And we, we talked a tiny bit before we started that uh, there's, you know, he just lost this appeal. And these are just sort of his stall attempts that he's doing. He's trying to get the the case thrown out on free speech grounds. And courts uh, are ruling against him. Um, and then he appeals the ruling to get it thrown out. And then that uh, is what, it just keeps happening. He's just trying to stall the process really uh, far down the road. Partially because if he has to go to court, it's going to be a complete disaster for him. Oh, yeah. Um, so so he's trying to position. stop it. He's trying to stop it before it even... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. He's, every, all of his actions lend the appearance that he's very desperate for this not to move forward. It's, it, to, to me, it reminds me a little bit of like that, that idea of a, of a guy spending all of his money on a great divorce lawyer just so he won't have to pay any of it to his wife. Like, yeah. that's just, 
He's just spending all of this money on like obfuscation oh. law and all that oh. stuff. So that whenever they Brutal. do finally win, because of course they will, he's going to be like, well, guess what? Yep. I spent all of my money. Half yeah. of nothing yeah. is nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Like he's just, he's just a dick about it. <laughs> right? And he can't be feeling good after that dude who wrote the No One Died at Sandy Hook book uh, just had to pay, was it $450,000? Well, yeah. tell me about that. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. The guy, his name is Jim Fetzer. He wrote that book, No One Died at Sandy Hook. And just, I think it was like last week he lost uh, uh, the case and had to pay. Uh, Good for him. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, for sure. That dude is real messed up. Is he? Fetzer was he an Alex Jones fan? No, I don't. I don't know. He's a crazy dude. Okay, uh, he, so he's an Alex Jones brother. He then. might be an Alex Jones <laughs> source. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit animal. Yeah. Alex Jones spirit animal. Yeah. So the the free speech thing is what he lives and dies on, right? And and so I mean, he his, so long as it's his speech and nobody else's, like he as well, long as he is allowed to say anything and everything, right? It doesn't matter if your free speech exists mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, like, where do you guys stand on the on the on the free speech, the broad hate it free speech debate? <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Pass. Yeah. Hard pass. <laughs> oh Jesus. Because, you yeah. know, like they're, they're, he may he screams and a bunch of people have now screamed and they get kicked off of, you know, different platforms that this yeah. is a denial of their yeah, free speech. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, it, it, I'm, if you want a constitutional argument for that, there are 10 million billion of them everywhere. Like there's no way that you can avoid the fact now that it's obvious. The First Amendment doesn't apply to private corporations. You can Still? you can put it in your For, terms and conditions yeah. that you get kicked off if you violate your terms and conditions. That's normal. That's how it works. Right. Losing him is a positive for the society. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm fine with him getting kicked off. I I take a position more of like uh, since I uh, try and research him and and engage with his content, I try not to take too much of a stand on that stuff. Like early on when we were doing the podcast, I was very strongly in, uh, like. We're looking into this. I want to deal with this as it exists. I'm not advocating for him being kicked off anything. I'm not trying to censor him or shut him down. But as time has gone on, I've found too many in, like instances of things that are like, this cannot be acceptable. Like, there's just too many times that he crosses lines for me. So uh, just give me, if you can, a short rundown of sort of the most damaging stuff that he does. Because I know I can name a couple of things. Like, you know, like make like when he talks about um when he talks about certain celebrities being like blood drinkers and things like that like that 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 lends them the uh the sort of visage of satanism you know what i mean and yeah, that, yeah, and that yeah. satanic panic yeah. bullshit yeah. that permeates that. our society and i know he's a huge pusher of that i know he's anti-vax yeah yep. he's yep. um and he's also like Anti, and he's also like anti-science in like weird ways too. Oh yeah. What other stuff is there? Is there more than that? Because that's all I'm aware of. Like but what, I mean, what flavor are you looking? For? Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, do you want to go with? Yeah. Uh, do you want to go with extreme white nationalism? Oh, he's that. He's okay. got that in spades. I, I, I think hey, more is can't like say that. Not, uh, they don't have. Yeah, spades. not in that yeah. sense. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> is that something you can have in spades? Yeah. <laughs> to your uh, to your question, or you're bringing up the blood drinking thing. I think that that also is a much larger issue than just like the like evoking the image of Satanism. Um, in as much as like the way he characterizes his enemies, these quote unquote globalists, right. constantly drifts into archaic anti-Semitic tropes like the blood drinking. You know, dates back to the oh, blood yeah, libel. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And there, that's just one of the examples of the ways in which his conception of his enemies match up with deeply anti-Semitic history 
or the protocols of the elders of Zion. There are just things that he cribs wholesale from the protocols um, in his characterizations of how the globalists want to control society. And you can find them if you pay, pay attention to it. So I think that there's a danger in the way he demonizes his enemies in just like in ways that if you are anti-Semitic, you'd be like, ah, I recognize that. Yeah. It would, yeah. There's a signal. That's a Jew I can hate. Mm, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. There's, there's that. And I think that that does a lot of damage to, to just people. It, it prepares them for yeah. be, being closer to uh, anti-Semitic uh, leanings than they would have been otherwise. You accept it under the terms of, these are the globalists. And then when someone's like, yeah, you think it's the globalists, let me tell you, it's actually the Jews. Yeah. Well, You're more ready to be walked down that path. Yeah. So like if, if listeners listen to Alex Jones for entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, just for the sheer, just wild wackiness of it, is, is some of the danger of that, to your point, that it kind of lays an intellectual groundwork that will feel familiar to other types of bad arguments? Maybe. I don't want to judge anybody for doing that, though. If if they want to listen to it for entertainment and they're, you know... Sane. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to judge them for I mean, it. Yeah. I would politely like them to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not do that anymore. I, I, I yeah, think there's better entertainment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right? I just mean, is there a The good place is on again. Right. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Don't, don't listen to Alex Jones. Yeah. I, think, I think if you cruise, like, message boards and, like, uh, listeners of his shows back when there used to be places, more places where... Um, they would interact. One of the things you'd hear very constantly from them about how they got into the show was they, you know, they say things like, I used to think he was hilarious. I would listen to the show, but then I started looking into the things he was saying and I realized he's right about everything. Meanwhile, they didn't look into any of the things he said. He just kept saying that the he, same thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and he keeps saying like, "You can look it up," and they just assume that that means they have looked it up. Yeah. Well, if I can look it up, then I did look it up. Right. So I, mean, I, like, know, I know it. Why would you a, lie to me about something I could look up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. What? That's it's a, only it's an a, idiot. It's a bluff. Yeah. It's a perfect bluff. Only a crazy liar would do that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they would never give them a radio show. No. I gotta ask though. I gotta ask though. How much is how much of it is dangerous bullshit and how much of it is harmless bullshit, right? Because like, like I know that I've heard his clips before and some of the shit he says is just harmless bullshit. If he's talking about Bigfoot, that's harmless bullshit. Now, granted, it does get people thinking like, well, maybe they're lying to us. And I, mm -hmm. and I know that there is some sort of like disinformation, like creep that can happen because of that mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. But it's a minor thing when you're yeah. talking about like the real dangers of being unskeptical Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, it's all just, eh. it's like, okay, yeah, but who really cares? It's the real danger is like that person convinced that person not to vaccinate their child. Like yeah. that's a real right, danger in right. comparison. So, it, you know, if you were to just judge it, just throw out a, just a, how much of it is dangerous bullshit and how much of it is just fucking dumb bullshit and like not that dangerous. I mean, it, see the thing, the thing about that though, is like, I, you and I, we, we can talk Bigfoot all day, but I know you don't have an undercurrent of like, here's the metaphor. Bigfoot is the Jews. And we can make sure <laughs> you know, like, Wait, how I do get, you know? I get that. That's a good point. Like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We've, we've listened to enough uh, Project Camelot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, you, you ever see me Bigfoot pick up the bill? <laughs> <laughs> you offered me a beer, so I assume you don't think Bigfoot is you. 
Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Cecil. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I love the idea of Bigfoot being a Jew, though. It's my favorite thing ever. Oh. He's just a director in Hollywood. He runs a big bank somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no. control the media. <laughs> And this beef jerky company. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. Bad. So I do, which I do understand what you mean, but I was listening to your show and you guys were talking, we was talking about a clip like, and this, this may not, you guys hit listen to so much of them. So you may not remember this, but there was a, a show you were doing where you're talking about, he's having this dumbass conversation with himself. He's having this dumbass statement of like, back in my day, when my dad was a young man, he could take a train from <laughs> Houston yeah, to like one. the moon in an hour. <laughs> And now it takes four hours. And you used to go 150 miles an hour. I'm just like, there was no of the train. Chinese. And I'm like, there's, <laughs> there's literally no train in the United States that ever went 150 miles an hour. That's not a real thing. Like, that's like, you know, we don't have, we've never had high speed rail. But it know? did go faster than it do, they do now. Trains have uh, slowed down, at least yeah. passenger trains. So he's he's talking about something that's true, but exaggerated. But I, that is harmless bullshit. Yeah. Right. It, so some of it is just yeah. harmless bullshit. Yeah. As as the person. But even then, he's using it to demonize the Chinese government. Like, <laughs> alone. Good point. Like we, Good point. Uh, back in my day, we used to drive fast, and the Chinese are killing us. Like I don't, I don't understand how. Relatively <laughs> harmless yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he can't even. He can't even like compliment a meatloaf no. without being anti-Semitic. Yeah. Like, it's just like. I, w I would say, as the you know, since I listened to a ton of it, I would say it's maybe. If you don't look at the subtext of it, it's probably 60% harmless bullshit and 40% yeah, yeah, like, yeah. uh-oh, this is this could probably hurt someone if they actually believe it. I see. Yeah, but, I mean, his most damaging stuff he does is by calling every act of terrorism by a white nationalist a false flag. Sure. And oh, then, that's horrible. And then at the same time, though, he will get into this apocalyptic, like, we're already past the point of civil war, fellas. We got to go out there and do stuff politically. We got to go out there and really take it to our enemies and put them into the ground and dig their graves under six feet. And we need to make sure that they stay there and then bury them politically. politically. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like... And then, because he's already said that any white right, racist white nationalist terrorism is a false flag, then his listeners are like, well, I guess if we do this, then he's going to say it's a false flag and everybody just gets to keep doing this bullshit. So it's, it's his, that's terrifying. He's popularized the false flag idea so yeah. much. We yeah. cover people who think hurricanes are false sure. flags. Sure. Oh, well. He does too. Yeah. Does he? No. <laughs> he believes in weather guns and shit. Of course yeah. he does. Yeah. I love it. Why wouldn't you? Okay. What doesn't he believe? Like <laughs> he claims he doesn't believe in aliens, but he does. <laughs> he totally Where does, does he think the life extension <laughs> technology I thought he believed from. in interdimensional demons. That is, it's an interdimensional demon. Oh, so he's oh, a he's no, an, not an alien. So it's, no, an, not an it's an Ike thing. It's a David Ike thing that he kind of yeah. believes. Kind yeah. of. He used to be friends with David Ike, but they've had a falling out oh. since. So, but yeah, they. Uh, you would always bring in David Ike to be like, "I'm not crazy. I'm not David Ike," which is a. <laughs> There's a bad foundation Whoa, for a it, friendship. Yeah, that's a good right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, look at me. Crazy. I'm not an alcoholic. I hang out with Tom. You know, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it wow. was weird when we started what opening our shows with you just being like, "Well, at least I'm not Jordan over here." Let's, keep, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Is he yeah. right about anything? Yeah, I mean, he has some positions we found over the years that like we can get on board with. Like he's in favor of. Like drug legalization, at least specifically weed. Yeah, nominally. One of the things we found in his past that we were really uh, like, yeah, right on, was he's super against civil asset forfeiture 
um, governments yeah, taking okay, their yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 Now, of course, he is advocating that the government <laughs> takes over. Uh, he's, I land. bet you yeah, he's he real. Does. He's real against it now. He's really <laughs> pro civil Real against it now. He wants to build the wall like, yeah. with stealing yeah. people's land. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's pro wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Because the eminent domain shit that they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. So he's flipped on that. We found like almost every position we had that were we saw from him that was like, yeah, all right, is now kind of gone. Yeah. Like he's 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 contradicted himself on so many of his like foundational issues. Like he used to be a big like they're going to put us in FEMA camps kind of guy, and then now he's like, well, these immigrants that are coming in, we kind of got to put them in camps. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hold on, man, what they're, are you talking? They're about? not FEMA camps yeah. though, so yeah, it's yeah, fine. No, it's, it's fine. Like, fine. Right, fine. He's, and he's well, like, they're, all, they're also not real people, right? To him, absolutely not. And then he was always a big uh, posse comitatus guy, you know, like Wait, a, what? I don't, I've never heard of this. I don't know. What it's this is. the the like the uh, you can't use military in civil uh, like domestic law enforcement operations. Okay, okay. Because he was super against that. That was like a red line for him. Like we will start a war over this. It would be literally his crossing of the Rubicon. Yeah. Okay. And, and now he's like, yeah, Trump sent troops to the border. Yep. Uh, Didn't matter to him. No, wow. no. Nope. Yeah. How is he spinning the impeachment then? How's that? It's how's a hoax. <laughs> Wait, no. The how, impeachment is it a hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> you fools. <laughs> <laughs> you guys thought there would be more. <laughs> All of these whistleblowers are fake people. Yep. It's probably James Clapper uh, in disguise who is uh, making this whistleblowing complaint. Um, and he just went. Hillary, Hillary's and it went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went off. That's, that's, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and then now it's changed into it's all jo uh, John Bolton uh, just being mad that he can't start a war, so he's lashing out at Trump. Oh, there's a lot what? of yeah. There's a lot of various excuses he's making, but they're now, all admittedly thin. that John, one's one of the more reasonable. Ones I was just too. gonna say, yeah. admittedly, John Bolton <laughs> is sulking somewhere because yeah, he could true. not start that's, a war. That, that's true. I guarantee true. that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. important to build bullshit with some truth. <laughs> John Bolton's just in a Starbucks like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> to be equally for, fair, he's very likely to get his war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. He's definitively going to eventually yeah. get a war. Hey. What's his... What's his like now? The Kurds is a big thing that has sort of really separated the right wing. I mean, not so much the evangelicals because evangelicals are just still like, "Come on, my chin, Trump. Whatever you can do, I we love you so much." Yeah. So there's not there's nothing that he can do to push the evangelicals off. But is is there anything that uh, that that Jones is saying about the Kurds that is different than no? Mm -hmm. You're shaking your head, so no. No, it's bad. Okay. Huh. You'd think he would care. Like, it seems like he should, but he does not. <laughs> that's that's the epitaph of humanity. Yeah. You'd, you'd think they would care. <laughs> <laughs> seems like they should have. It's just, someone, someone, someone carved that, like the, like those big-ass Nazca lines or whatever somewhere. Put that somewhere. We tried to <laughs> yeah. care. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. smooth over Mount Rushmore yeah. with that. Just, and just write, we, we gave it hell. Just put that, that, just put that there. For the next group <laughs> of his uh, his initial take on the situation in uh, northern Syria was that like, hey, Trump said he was going to bring the troops home, and so that was his like, oh. his like, this is good. And then he talked to one of his geopolitical experts, uh, this guy named Joel Skousen. I noticed you didn't use any air quotes when you said experts. I did so. this hand gesture okay, though, which is uh, it's still condescending. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Expert. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, he's the he's, he's the nephew. Past scare quotes into <laughs> he's the this dude's the nephew of the like uh like big anti-communist uh, W. Cleon Skousen, who wrote the Naked Capitalist. 
it's he's a mess. But uh, this dude came on and he was like, yeah, you think this is going to be people coming home and the troops coming back, but it's only a few troops and it'll cause a huge situation that'll probably lead to more troops yeah. coming in. So Alex was like, aha, Trump's been set up. Yeah. And then by the next day, he was like, Trump is all right on this one. <laughs> He's just all over the place. He doesn't have a really consistent um, principled stand, even on something this serious. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really frustrating to listen to because it, the present day sucks so much. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know that it's a, people are, are, are living these experiences that he's lying about and, and misleading people about. Um, and it just, it, uh, it's, it's not fun. Yeah. It's troublesome. It's uh, a lot less laughs after I finish a sentence <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, no, we've been, we've been, Tom and I, we did a live stream when the, uh, the, uh, elected Trump, and we had a live stream. We, you know, we thought it was going to be the most be, fun. It was be fun. We were like <laughs> first woman presidents, be yeah. amazing. And then we jumped into an alternate universe that we don't like yeah. at all. It turns out, but a shining moments in this universe are Alex Jones being sued. Yeah, yeah you that know, one's good. shining moment. Um, you know, hopefully that eventually goes to trial. We were excited that he he might lose everything. That would be True. amazing oh, because yeah. I know that the the lawsuit is huge, and it's the shit he did was fucking egregious. Yeah, I mean, there's a video of him saying that they were all actors. Like, yeah. he, he really, the only argument he can really make is, you know, based on this free speech nonsense that he has, um, and then, like, statute of limitations stuff. And I think that they've pretty decently established that he's reiterated these claims um, since the time of the, like, the clearest video of him. Yeah. Uh, and this directors. isn't the first time he's gotten legal shit because no. we, we covered a Chibani yeah. thing. Sure. We oh, just yeah. like, yeah. before he's like, Chibani will like turn you gay. And then the next week he's like, Chibani, delicious. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, he's got a big spoonful of it in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, they've never done anything bad there. That guy's amazing. When like, uh, when they sued, when Chibani sued him, he got on air and he was like, I will fight this or I will die trying. Yeah. You have my word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like, Three days Cut later, two. I have settled the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to apologize to Hamdi Ulakaya. He's yeah. a great man. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, the worst part about that is that that is inexplicably the moment where a fucking billionaire decided to be a decent human, be a human being and settle for the apology. Hamdi could have fucking taken everything from him at that moment. And yeah. we wouldn't have had to deal with any of that. Or at shit. least taken a good chunk. Yeah, yeah at least yeah, really enough of it to really Could have really fucking muzzled really them. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could have really seriously muzzled them. And yeah. it, it might have... You know, to be honest, that could have saved somebody else some heartbreak later on. You know what I mean? Well, and the issue too was it wasn't that like he was saying that Chobani turns you gay or something like that. He was talking about Chobani importing migrant rapists. Okay. Like they, they, they it was uh, he was xenophobic. Yeah. It was awful. Um, and that could have been a time when Alex could have learned his lesson about like you can't do stuff like yeah, this. There's some line, yeah, right? yeah. some crazy yeah. line. And since he was able to sort of get away with it with an apology and a whatever settlement they ended yeah. up making, he, you know, he's feels totally emboldened yeah. to continue down those sorts of lines. It just sucks. But every yeah. time he gets, every time he gets like pressured, like really pressured, like the deposition. Yeah. He was just like a totally different person. That's why like, it's like, is he crazy or is he lying? Like, I have to feel like he's lying because when he's under real pressure and has to be serious, he's like, all right, so I know, like the same thing with his custody battle, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. divorce. He's like, 
All right, that shit's all made up. Yeah. You guys should not be paying attention he to would, what I do my voice like this. That means I'm lying. Yeah. He the would quibble with you in that his lawyer was the one who said that yeah. it was a character, and he himself did not say that he was doing a character. He got, yeah. gets off on a technicality. He, yeah, yeah, he's literally really represents you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, we just listened to an episode today uh, from the 23rd of oh, October yeah. oh, where boy. one of his lawyers was a guest and said the N-word twice on air. So. Excuse me? Yeah. yeah so like, yeah, yeah. What? His lawyers yeah. are crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're playing, we're playing a great game here. Who's yeah. his, oh who his lawyer? Roger Stone? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Roger Stone is way too smooth yeah. for that. <laughs> Roger Stone would get Next you to say that. Yeah, he, he would trick you. He'd be like, wait, 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 what did you say? Did yeah. I just say the Am I racist? Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite? I'm going to start with Jordan. Jordan, what's your favorite Alex Jones clip? You can't use the Apple one now because we talked uh, about it earlier. Shit. So you oh, got to think of something else. I can, I can start. I can start with my favorite one. Sure. And it's it's not human intelligence, I think is my absolute favorite when he flips his shit. He's talking about the life extension technologies. Yeah, yeah. And he's going nuts and nuts. <laughs> and he starts, he starts out really calm, but at the end, when he starts <laughs> screaming, it's not human intelligence, there were tears pouring down my face. Yeah. We laughed and we cried and we had just such a great day. That's my absolute favorite. <laughs> no. Do you guys have a I can think of mine probably. Um, I like the ones where there's like insanity mixed with a little bit of humanity. I, I, I think it's important to remember that he's a person. And like there are there are moments that are kind of like, oh, that's cute. And there was one time when he was getting back from a commercial break. And he was like uh, talking about how there were someone brought in donuts. They were out. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> someone brought in donuts. And he's like, someone brought in donuts. I just ate two of them. <laughs> then, then. It's too good. And then there's a pause, and he's like, stop it. But I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. The delivery, the, yeah, like, it's yeah, so yeah. amazing. There's another where he's eating. That's what I wrote okay, down. Okay, go, 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 go. There's one where, like, he clearly was eating hot peppers during a commercial break. And he comes back and he's sweating and burping and hiccuping. <laughs> and he's like, oh, God, <laughs> and and he keeps, like, he's, and like, he's almost like regurgitating <laughs> the peppers because he's like, he's like, so now next we're gonna go, go. And you can hear him like like yeah. spitting this stuff up and he's wet as a beat he's sweating. and he's pouring. And, he's and I think he just fucking like down like two habaneros. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure the it was break? peppers and not booze? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's so fair. Great. That's fair. That's he's fair. Not able to go control that oh, machine it is, is amazing it was amazing all. it was amazing Jordan? i think uh, i think mine is uh, it's uh, so my one of my favorite i like esoteric alex he gets oh. sometimes he gets really really drunk and then we'll just ramble about his uh, theology, which is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a, a hodgepodge of Lord of the Rings novels and fucking- Christian identity? Uh, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> white nationalist propaganda. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. And so he had this one long thing where he's drunk. It's the end of the night. He's talking to people and he's like, uh, there's really just four ways to learn. Uh, you, got, uh, you got race memory. Uh, you got your answer. And none of them were reading. None of them were reading. <laughs> Zero of the four ways were read. None of them. He rambles and uh, he's talking to yeah. like his producer who's yeah. in the room, not drunk at the time. And, uh, <laughs> Which is great. So then he's just like, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, the best way to learn is to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yourself. Uh, I, I will say I also love anytime he like, 
shows the papers yeah. on his desk. Oh, like yeah. they're like, like, like look at the evidence. And then they like pan over. It's a bunch of printouts <laughs> yeah, from the internet. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah It's like yeah. I printed Yahoo News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just not like, even oh that though. It's no, not it's, even that though because no. it's like some dude's blog yeah, that he printed. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, it's like when your grandma prints an email and mails it to you. You're like, okay, all right, we're in trouble here. Ooh, you got a yeah. printer. <laughs> uh, Show off, That's high amazing. class. What uh, have you guys ever had to? So I know he's got. He's clearly got a fan base mm-hmm. that is pretty rabid. And I will say, like, no, they're not. Listen, well, well, in my experience, they are not. Well, in in the, really? in the yeah. uh, this American life where those all those people started going after that guy who lost the kid. I yeah. mean, you guys heard that. I'm Posner. sure you heard oh, that. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. They went after that guy who had that, you know, he just is. He's just a dude. And he had to move several times. He had a bunch of people who just like would not stop. Totally. You guys go after Alex Jones all the time. Do you deal with anybody who's no. really? No. Almost nothing. I think yeah. we've gotten like maybe in three years, we've gotten a few angry messages, um, but, but very, very seldom. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. Like I mean, I, we just I, barely ever tweet. We don't yeah, engage on yeah, social yeah. media all that much. Like even though we have, you know, a, a decent sized listener base yeah. and you know, and an email not, the way they can reach yeah, you and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, they don't yeah, bother. Yeah. Almost, almost nobody. I, I, I thought this like very early on in the time that we were doing this. I think if we were more angry, then maybe people would try and like fuck with us. Or if we were women, I think yeah, those two possibilities. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, then yeah. some people might try and like. Or if we, if we were, were angry women. Or, oh, yeah, gosh. no. I mean, it's if we were. You wouldn't be president. That's if we were, if we appeared, <laughs> if we appeared to have some sort of easily exploitable weakness, like, like if there anger. was something, yeah, if there was something that they could latch their cruelty upon, yeah. then we would be easy targets for them. But we, we don't really fall into um, like the people that the internet crowd goes yeah. uh, goes buck wild and being dicks to. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's the only thing I can come up with in terms of why we haven't because we've either been that very, or secretly no one actually listens to a show. <laughs> that's my other. Theory. That's the yeah, other. No, the no, other possibility yeah. is that they they just don't exist, or they just or they just pass you off as mainstream media type people mm-hmm. that just don't yeah. you don't get it. You'll never get it. Yeah. You'll never understand it. You'll never do the research. Sure. You know, yeah, but even sort of those sorts of people like that is something you'll still see people uh, yell at, like get accused of being a Soros operative or yeah. something. Oh yeah, that's happening. It's, it's very really <laughs> yeah, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's nice. I wish we've gotten that check, but he keeps keeps putting us off. I have a guy. I will cash. George, George, if you're listening. George Soros, I will eat your ass. I don't care, dude. <laughs> Whatever you got, you give me a job. I'll do it. The first answer is yes. Yeah. I don't care what the yeah. question is, George. Put, put fucking cigarettes out of my balls. See whatever you want to do, George. I'm your guy. Back when Alex was still on Twitter, I tweeted, uh, like, I noticed that InfoWars DMs were open. And so I got really drunk one night and tweeted at them. Like, <laughs> just sort of a bring it on kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, did nothing. not get a response. No, nothing. No. No. But I've, I've always sort of figured that it's in their best interest to not publicly recognize yeah. the, us at all. Yeah, like, the critics like that. Yeah, it would be... It it would only elevate us, in, right. in so, and we would probably end up coming out in the lead yeah. of, a, oh, of yeah. an actual argument. Sure, so sure. It just, uh, yeah, it's weird though. It's it, I did it, this is we not know at they all, know we exist. Yeah, that's we for know sure. we know that we know they know we exist. We, uh, the Adon well, Salazar. Yeah, one of Alex's longtime yeah. producers followed us on Twitter, and we never tweet. Yeah. So it's like, well, that's okay. kind of a dead ring. And one time I was listening to Alex's show. We, our old sign-off used to be um, uh, basically just making fun of how Alex one time admitted on air that he probably killed a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what? He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? That doesn't even make it into our favorite clips at all. 
Yeah, he he's he's saying that to, he, he's talking about like uh, I've never killed a guy, and then there's a long pause. He's like, <laughs> long pause, like like a long. I'm contemplating my life and the choices that I've made that has led me to this like, point. Hold on a second. That's not something you should have to even say out loud. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I've never killed a guy. Well, he's yeah. trying to say, like, I'm, not, I'm not that bad a guy. I'm not guy. that guy. I don't kill anybody. Long, and then he pauses. Long pause. Dot, and dot, then, dot. wow, there was that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's not how it And it didn't seem like a joke at all, <laughs> no. either. It yeah. seemed like a real fucked up yeah. moment no. he was having. But we, we, we made that the sign-off of our show just to make fun of him. Right. Um, and, like, m- a couple months later, Alex is on the show, and he's like, there's a big new media lie going around about how I killed a guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are you listening to us? Oh, <laughs> no one else is saying that. Yeah, oh. no, one, no one is talking about you. Yeah. It's just us, man. I like the idea. That could be a coincidence, but I like to imagine that he... Yeah, that he spends yeah. He, every week, he downloads your podcast. Oh, he doesn't have enough time. Okay. He's, he's enough of a narcissist, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, but we just, put out, we just put out seven plus hours of content per week, so yeah. he doesn't he, have a chance. Very so, dumb. The, very in, dumb. <laughs> In the in the sort of podcast universe, we did a show on 9-11 truthers. Mm-hmm. And it's not this show. It was a different show that we do. We do another show called Citation Needed that nobody's ever heard of. But we do that show. <laughs> and w- w- Tom wrote an essay about 9-11 truthers, and he literally copied the Wikipedia. I mean, he didn't copy it, but he wrote an essay about the Wikipedia. What's on Wikipedia? Because the show's about Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. And so we all made fun of it. Ha, 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 blah, 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 blah. And on Wikipedia, they essentially dunk, debunk every single one of the major theories. Yeah. So we got tweeted at like four or five times by people who like clearly listen to our show or listen to the Scathing Atheist type podcast that are 9-11 truthers that are like, Ooh, you didn't cover the WTC falling into the burning building and it fell down and never got caught on fire and it didn't actually do it and it was a controlled explosion. I'm just like, where the fuck are you people from? And it's funny because like, like even even though we try to get rid of all the anti-vaxxers who listen to us too, mm-hmm. like go away. If you're an anti-vaxxer, just don't listen. I don't want you to listen to our show. We'll still once in a while get like a negative review on iTunes. Be like, these guys think that vaccines don't cause vaccine injury or something mm. like that. So it's like, I'm just surprised that there's not a, a group, even a small group of people out there. Do, do you guys get negative reviews on iTunes? Do a little people, bit. We've had a, yeah. we've had a couple. Less, but those well, are more like personal. Like yeah. they just don't like a guy. Yeah. Well, actually, actually yeah. never mind me. They okay. don't, all of our yeah. negative reviews are like, Jordan's bad for this show. And I'm like, Jordan Dude, yells I, too I much. I don't disagree with it. <laughs> don't disagree with Jordan it. Jordan understands. This Jordan poor bastard. It. His, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, there's very little like uh, on those reviews that I have ever seen. Yeah. That I, I don't it's look at them like too Alex much. Jones but, is super awesome or something no, like that. No. no, I think I think my other theory about that is just we're we're too dense. Like you can't you can't really pull sound sound bites from our show. It's so hard. there's so you would have to to get angry about our show. You'd really have to listen to like a 20 minute chunk. And if you're listening to a 20 minute chunk. You're either not going to be angry at the end of it, or you're going to be bored and just go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Yeah. You know, it's like that's just, so. So after a while, you're like, oh, I'll get him tomorrow. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get that tweet. Oh, you're going to get it. Oh, the the only like major negative sort of online interaction that's come sort of from the show is that uh, I wrote a blog about uh, how Soros didn't work for the Nazis in World War II, which is one of the things that Alex says about him. Yeah. And in response to that, I've gotten tons of comments on it that are very coherent. 
Um, very smart, smart people saying oh, I'm, I'm dumb. And, dumb and yeah, Jews are bad. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so each one I would try to resp- uh, reply to, and I made sort of a game out of it, where I'd be overly polite to these people and explain why they're wrong about whatever they bring up. And I found that it just deflates people. Like, they don't, yeah. it, 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 they want you to get mad. Yeah. And it just... That's the well, whole that, game. That's literally yeah. you're not yeah. playing. Yeah. You're yeah. not playing the game. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a huge thing that he did. I remember seeing that as the main thing that everybody talks about about Soros is that that he used to work for the Nazis. Yeah, and that he was, was an HR. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm George. I'm in benefits. And, uh, he's in the hard right. And you yeah, get none right, of yeah. them. <laughs> That's an easy job. We have an experimental yeah. health plan. Okay. Um, <laughs> Seriously though, like like that's the big thing. That was and that's it's funny too because it's bigger than it's bigger than Alex. Yeah. It's bigger than Alex because there's a lot of people out there who believe that. Stuff. Glenn Beck certainly was yeah. in that tip a little yeah. bit. One of the things I think is particularly cowardly about it is Alex on his own show will scream about Osaurus worked for the Nazis and all that. But when he went on Joe Rogan's show, Rogan pushed back on that idea that Soros worked for the Nazis. And Alex, was because he didn't want to fight with Rogan, because he has a much bigger audience, uh, and he's subservient to him, he was like, well, it's an open question. (laughs) But that's what I mean by him being a liar and not crazy. Because if he was crazy, he'd stand by that because he wouldn't be able to understand that this is crazy. But every time he gets pushed on this shit by somebody in a position of authority, he backs the fuck down. He's like, oh, that Chobani guy is going to sue me? Turns out I don't believe that migrant rapists mm-hmm. are making yeah. yogurts. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I turns will, out I will say that Alex has one of the biggest cases of daddy issues I have ever seen in my entire that's life. That's true. Every situation that we've ever seen him in where there's a, a male figure of authority, he turns into a fucking puppy dog and he will do anything. Well, as anything long as they signal approval. To yeah, him. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He'll do anything for their approval. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so uh, now the worst part about all this entire thing so far is that you listen to Joe Rogan too. I was yeah. just like, holy shit. That like, is, no that's the wow. You really put yourself out we've, there for the We've got to give the you listeners really, what they want. You really <laughs> put yourself out there. To be fair, I mostly only listen when Alex is on. So. <laughs> I've still never listened. That's the great part of my job on the show. <laughs> You have an amazing job. The you don't do any work. I don't do any oh, work. That sounds and somehow I, that sounds amazing. I, I, somehow I, I, this, I, I, Dan, this you and I, Dan, Simpatico, <laughs> Simpatico, who works so hard, yeah. had some part of his success saddled to my lazy oh, ass oh, just Jesus. because I can screech wow. right, apparently. And so. on that note, guys, <laughs> where, where can we find your podcast if we're looking for it on the internet? Well, knowledgefight.com is our main website. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's our only website. <laughs> our main website. Yeah. You guys, that's the one centered out of me. Feel like we've got, a, we've got a continental. <laughs> that sentence made me feel like a real asshole. <laughs> so, and, and what about our secret website? <laughs> Knowledgefight.org. Oh, no, <laughs> you guys should buy PizzaGate.com or something. That's got to be taken. Uh, yeah, I'm imagining that one's uh, that one's been well covered. So, guys, uh, we'll put a link on this week's show notes to your main website and your <laughs> secret website. Perfect. And we'll also put a link to your Twitter and and other social medias. Guys, it was absolutely so much fun to have you in the studio. So here's the thing. If something big happens with Alex Jones, we'd love to have you guys back in. Love it. Just Perfect. to chat about what's happening with him. Great. You know, like, especially if this lawsuit moves forward or if he, like, eventually storms a pizza place with an <laughs> M60. Yeah. We'd love to have you guys back on. Perfect. Awesome. And we'll great. bring some clips. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is great. This has been great. Thanks, Thanks so for much, having guys. us. Thank you uh, so much. China has total respect for Donald Trump's 
very, very large a brain. They call her Pocahontas. I am the chosen one. You are fake news. Okay. I am the least racist person. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. It's a comer. Grab him by the pussy. Stop it. Well, Tom, it wouldn't be a week uh, of this show without This Week in Trump. And we really only want to talk about one thing because we talked a lot to the Knowledge Fight guys tonight and we want to talk a little bit about what happened this week um, where several Republicans, very, very sad that they <laughs> passed a law previously when they had control. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, that they had a law passed that uh, excluded members and you know kept things behind closed doors and they, they were the ones who put this into place. They were the ones who did all yep. this work. Yep. And now... They're very, very mad. Well, we should all be concerned, and, according to Lindsey Graham. And we should all kick down the doors <laughs> yeah. of a very secure area mm -hmm. where they're not allowed to have, say, cell phones and other stuff. And 13 House Republicans derailed the deposition uh, of a Defense Department official by storming into the secure suite and refusing to leave. From what I read today, and again, I don't know if this is true, but this may disqualify them from any security clearance in the future. That this action could seriously change how they're treated in the Senate. And some of these people actually had access to this meeting anyway. They just did it they as a stunt. They just did it as a stunt. The whole stunt. thing was a stunt. Yeah. The thing is like, if 13 regular dudes oh, right, did right, this, right right, right? right, right, If 13, just if just me and you and 11 of our friends. I don't have 11 friends, but if, let's say- but, I, Me I'll and say, you and 11 let's, prostitutes. Let's say me, you, and 11 people we hired as extras for a commercial. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> You're phrasing prostitute differently than I was, but still, fine. Let's, we're not quibbling over semantics One's, one's got a SAG card. <laughs> one's got a gag card. It's different, Tom. It's different. If you get the old prostitutes, they could have a SAG card too. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Wah, I'm not that wah. old and I got a SAG, SAG card. <laughs> right in the water. Oh, oh, Jesus. Geez. Well, at least they got to test that first. So. <laughs> yeah, like, but if, if, if me and you and like 11 people yep. storm this, we'd be arrested. <laughs> We would be arrested. Yeah. Pulling this kind. I mean, there's no doubt at all whatsoever because we don't have a right to have access to this. We, they don't have a right to have access to this space. This kind of like bullshit political theater nonsense is in violation of the law. It's just clearly in violation of the law. They have no more right of access to a room that they don't have a right to access. Yeah. And some of them actually you and did. I do. But some of them actually did. But they didn't have access. They didn't have a right to bring in a phone well, and to try to right. film it and things like that. And, you know, the thing is, is like, this is exactly what's wrong with our government, which is when we take away rules that have been in place for a long time and we replace them with, well, we got the house, we can do yeah. whatever we mm -hmm. want. And then suddenly you don't have the house anymore. Now you're going to scream and cry. You know, what did you expect that the other team was going to be like, yeah, we're just going to put it back the way it was because we want you to be able to interrupt our shit, but we couldn't interrupt yours. Yeah. Well, you know, like how many times have you heard that, like that phrase? And it makes me laugh so much. Like when Trump was elected, how many times did you hear, well, elections have consequences. Sorry, you don't like it, but elections have consequences. And it's like, well, all right, well, the Democrats won the house. And so now they're going to do this, sh this shit. And you know what? Guess what? Elections have consequences. Yeah. And this is one of the consequences of this election. We we should respect the fucking rules of the Senate. And we should we should respect the rules of the House. And we shouldn't try to change them for our short-term political gain. Because at some point, we're not going to be the guys in charge. Yeah. And everybody needs to fucking do that. It's the same reason I'm not a big proponent of like, 
I don't know. Let's just add some more people to the Supreme I'm Court. I'm not either. Right? I'm not either because you're going like, to have fucking a hundred people in there. Right. Hundred one other guys are going to do that. It's like it's like the whole machine breaks. Yeah. When you're just like throw more wheels on it. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna you, what what we're gonna have to do is eat shit forever and be scrupulous. Right. Right. And the problem is, is that when we don't change the rules, what do we do? Do we go back to being scrupulous? Do we go back to saying, okay? We're, we, it's important to us that this rule was in place. Let's put it back in place the way it was. Should we go back to those things that we thought were important then that they used to go do closed door shit? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't. Like, there's a part of me that's like, look, I mean, at some point you have to say, like, some cats are out of the bag right now. Yeah. And there's no more stuff in that shit back in. But what we don't do is continue to exacerbate it. Like, what we don't do is continue to extend it and, like, you know, like, for example, like, I don't think we're ever going to have a world where there's not, like, executive order, right? Yeah. There's going to be, but, and I don't think we can ever reel all that shit back in. I don't think we can undo the rule changes sure. in, 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 in the, these kinds of rule changes. But what we can do is, like, put policies and laws and procedures in place that, okay, this is it. Yeah. At least this is it. This, yeah, this is, is the new line. This is as far as it goes. We yeah. don't cross it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like this, th this is a great example of like ridiculous political theater that fools nobody that can read, right? If yeah. you can read an article at all written by anybody other than Fox News, like you are not fooled into thinking that like the Republicans are breaking the doors down to, you know, offer the American people transparency into a secret tribunal of justice. Like that's the narrative they're trying to, they're trying to play out for people. But it's a narrative like nobody that can read is buying. This is just a straight pander to the base of people sure. whose minds were already made up anyway. Sure. You know? There's a lot of the testimony that's come out this week that has been very, very damning. <gasps> One of them was an appointee by George Bush Yeah, uh, that came out and was the person who was really pretty much in charge of a lot of the stuff that was happening and was taking a huge step back away from it and telling them everything that was happening. And it was really damning information. Yeah, the envoy, out. the special envoy to the Ukraine yeah. was just like, I've been in I've been a career civil servant yeah. for like multiple administrations, starting with a Republican administration. And it's like, yeah, it's clearly a quid pro quo. In fact, yep. there's kind of two of them. Yeah. There's the White House meeting that they, the public White House meeting that the Ukraine wanted. And then there's the $400 million of taxpayer money, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. For all those people that like, you know, it blows my mind too. Like all those people that are like the hardcore fiscal conservative yahoos who are like, oh, I don't spend my money on poor people. Blah. You know, like those people are always fucking screaming, but they're the same fucking out of the same mouths. They're just like, ah, you know, this is just how the game is played. Yeah. This is just well, when, it's, when, when it's, it's when it's your side, that's what right, you say. Right. Yeah, that's what you yeah. say. What do you think about the chances of impeachment at this point? I mean, clearly in the House, it's I think it's a done deal. It's, done it's deal. a done deal. Yeah. But do you think that as time goes on, they're wearing anybody in the Senate down? So many of the, no. No, I don't. I I I would like to say yeah, but I don't think yeah. so. I think I think this is a real dangerous game to be playing politically. Yeah. I think it's probably morally the right decision. I don't know. You know, and it's probably politically the right decision because at some point, if you don't act, you also just look weak and ineffective. Yeah. Um, and you, you obviously you can't afford to look weak and ineffective. Yeah. So I don't know how we avoid this. 
And I was thinking to myself, I, I, you know, I wonder if this wasn't an opportunity by the right to say, okay, let, let give them this, know that the House will impeach, know that the Senate won't, know that this will rile up the base on the right at a pretty opportune time for the election. Yeah. The, I, my worry is that like, there is a group of people who will say, you know what? By gum, you're not going to slander my president. You oh, know? there's, and, there, yeah, there they exist. Absolutely. So those people are now going to be more motivated than they were before. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I do worry about that. Yeah. If the left doesn't, all that has to happen. This, this whole election cycle is a goddamn done deal. If the left turns out, yeah, that's all that has to happen. The left just has to show up and it's ours for yeah. the taking. Yeah, I mean, admittedly. Forever. Admittedly, to be honest, the the uh, the polls are terrible in his favor at this point. They're not great in his favor when you talk about what like independents are starting to lean toward impeachment. And that's not gonna, that's not gonna carry, that's gonna carry over into voting season. You know, the diehards are never gonna want to impeach him. And the diehards right. aren't in control, a majority control, very tenuous majority control in the Senate. Yeah. So they will not impeach him. So that's not going to happen. But you got to understand that that even the even the independents now are starting to be polling very high to be like we need to impeach this guy. Yeah, I just wonder because we have such a short memory. Yeah, I wonder if the impeachment fails. Well, that and that and a possible declining economy would be a huge blow. Oh, a declining economy is it? Like yeah. I think a declining economy is the would be the death knell of his presidency. Yeah, right. Because there's nothing else to get excited about. Yeah. And the um, success of the economy that was really a carryover from the Obama administration in a straight linear curve. If yeah. you look at a graph, yeah. it is a straight linear curve. And, and all they did was shit money into the system to try to prop it up. Yeah. That's all they did. Uh, shit money yeah. into the places where they knew that they could prop it up. Yeah. That's all. That's all that. That's all the Republicans ever do is spend, 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 spend an immense amount of money to try to give the richest people tax cuts and make it look like the average guy has good good wages. And isn't that kind of like it, like if you look at history and you say like, all right, well, you know, didn't wasn't W the guy that gave everybody three hundred dollars? Yeah, I'm gonna give everybody three hundred dollars. He like just gave everybody a bunch of money to try to stimulate the economy. You know, Trump. He was like the Ang Andrew Yah. <laughs> not, not the Andrew Yang. It's a third once. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it, it is sort of amazing the if you watch the spending of the fiscally conservative party, it tends to outpace the Democrats. And if you look at like the growth of the uh, national debt under the Republicans, it tends to outpace yeah. the Democrats. And somehow we still spin a yarn. We still are in the economy is strong under Republicans. Somehow, yeah, somehow. people think economy is strong under the Republicans and the Democrats spend, 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 spend. Even though you look at all the budget deficits, you look at all the money that right. yeah, it, just, it just disappears when it's under. You hear people say like, well, I'm for fiscal responsibility, but I'm socially liberal. I want to be like, well, so you're a Democrat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't even... Okay. Yeah, you're a Democrat. Right on. Because I remember when I first, I used to say that too a long time ago. And it just, and then I just started paying attention to the numbers. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, no. They are just, there's just more fiscally responsible. Yeah, I, well, yeah. so do you think, what do you think? What do you think about the impeachment? Yeah, I, I have a very similar, similar thought process. My hope is that, you know, I've been to some, I've been to a lot of rallies this year. I've been to, you know, maybe six rallies throughout the year. Um, and there's a sentiment. I mean, I, I'm in a liberal bubble. I'm in Chicago. I'm in a liberal bubble. But there's a sentiment where 
this long after everything's happening, this long after, you know, he's gotten away with a lot of stuff, there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of people who show up to these things. I'm leaving work early. I think it's tomorrow or next week. I don't know which day. I mean, it's in my calendar. Um, to go protest Trump. Trump's coming to Chicago. I will be there. I will be, I will, I'm leaving work. At, at, I'm actually, my wife and I are packing sandwiches and we're going to go <laughs> protest Trump on our lunch break. And then nice. we're going to go back to off, to our office. But I'm going to go protest him. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go. And it's going to, it's not just going to be me. It's going to be thousands of people will be out there. I know we're in a little bubble. I get that. But I've seen protests all across this nation. People are still energized. <laughs> So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons, but we want to thank most recent patrons, Suck It Trebek, Noel, <laughs> Al Alex, Casey, Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend, Eric, John, and Bane of Me. Last week when I said the, it was the great Dandini. Okay. But it was just, that's, I messed your name up. I'm sorry, Dandini, the great Dandini. That was last week. So we give away mugs to one out of five new patrons. We don't give away mugs to every patron. So if you don't hear your name here, when I read your names here for the mug winners, you don't need to send us a message. We're only giving them away to the people who won mugs. One out of five new patrons. There's two winners this week. Alex and John send a message, not to Dissonance Pod, send it to Ian at dissonancepod.com. Ian will then forward it along to Tom and Tom will send out your lovely mug via stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got a bunch of messages this week. We want to mention that this week is you should be expecting an Eventbrite ticket if you got accepted to come to the pizza party on 7th. If you did not, I'm going to also send a, a message to all the people who applied, who did not get in. I'm going to send a message to you, a, a sorry message that you didn't get in. And um, I am going to hopefully have you guys apply to the next one. We're going to do a, hopefully do another one soon. We're not sure when, maybe in the spring sometime we might do something. Um, but we are, we, we could only get 30 names. So one out of six people that, that signed up wound up getting in. So we're going to have uh, 30 people at the pizza party here on the 7th. Expect a ticket this week, early this week. Um, people who uh, who were accepted and who won and the people who didn't accept, expect an email with our apologies that we just couldn't feed everybody. But we want to thank everybody for signing up and uh, and we are looking forward to that event on the 7th. So we got a message from Aaron and Aaron sent in an image and it's just really disturbing. Oh, just super disturbing. I don't like this one. I don't like it either, but we're going to post it on this oh, week's show notes. Don't um, look at it. So we got a message. <laughs> we got a message from, uh, from Russell and Russell was saying that um, he grew up on Chicagoland, lay in Chicagoland, raised and eating good pizza. And then he winds up having to go south of I-80 and south of I-80 oh. is an absolute, it's a desolate hellscape south of I-80 in Illinois. It's, it's, I mean, it's genuinely a horrifying experience. Um, but he went south of I-80 um, and uh, and he, you know, he's basically buying garbage pizza the whole time he's down there. And he says that 
He went to Southern Illinois and a bunch of people were like, oh my gosh, you got to come on out to the brand new Top Notch Pizzeria. <laughs> and it was, when he pulls in, it was Monocle's Pizza, Monocle. which is horrifying pizza. Ugh. And it is from the middle of the state. That's a middle of the state pizza. It's really bad. It's genuinely bad. like cardboard oh, it's pizza. It's one of those bad. soggy cardboard Oh, it's pizzas. so bad. Um, oh, so we got a message from Ron. Um, hitting children is illegal in over 50 countries worldwide, more than wow. two than I had, that I had heard about. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, I know that I got beat as a kid. I got beat with some weird shit too. <laughs> I got really? hit with some, yeah, my mom used to hit me with whatever was available. So like she would just smack me with weird shit. Dalmatian. So she hit me with a drumstick once. Oh no. Yeah, uh, and she hit me, she hit my brother. Like a drum drumstick yeah, or like, like, the, like, a, not a, like a chicken Not drumstick. an ice cream cone or an actual chicken drumstick. Uh. An actual like, like hurdy, like, like drummer drumstick. drumstick? She beat the shit out of me with it, man. It <laughs> oh, fucking man, stung like a sucks. motherfucker. And I remember it was so funny because I was getting my ass whooped by it. And my buddy's sitting there laughing his ass off next to me because he's he's watching yeah. me get hit. And she turns and she looks at him and she waved that fucker in his face. She's like, and you're next. And he was just like, Eep! like he just <laughs> quieted right the fuck up. Because our parents back then, they were equal opportunity abusers, turns out. Yeah. Um, uh, my mom also, when we were putting up the Christmas tree when I was a kid, my mom, um, she was so mad at my brother, my asshole brother I don't talk to anymore. She grabbed the center, you know, balsa wood <laughs> and she broke it over his back. She hit him so what? hard it broke over his back. He was he was a teenager at the time. So okay. it's not like he was like a three-year-old and she fucking punted him. But he was a teenager and she fucking swung it. She swung, she fucking swung for the fences and broke the damn with, thing with over. What was it? You know, the center of those fake Christmas trees. You know, like the, like, the center like the center pole. It was made out of wood, like a like a cheap, and it was hollow. Okay. And it just snapped like right in half. But my I used to also get the belt too when I was a kid. Yeah, all my dad the time. Did the I belt. got the belt all the time when I was a kid. My so. dad didn't didn't do very much, but we, he was a belt guy. Yeah, like I, it was a belt. It was a belt for us, and it was a belt a lot. So yeah, um, yeah I was a bad kid. So <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to get beat. And yeah, you shouldn't hit your kids. Don't hit your kids. What the fuck's wrong with you? Evidently, so I this is uh this is a message from Jerry telling us how bad pizza is in Washington in Seattle. <laughs> um, his a lot has a story here. <laughs> One of them. I'm go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. One of them was covered in spinach. No meat. I love that he's appalled <laughs> by the like, lack of meat <laughs> on a piece of pizza. This is my kind of guy, though. But this next line is great. The other one was covered in slices of potato. <laughs> what the, the fuck? fuck? Is going oh, on? Oh, that's a Heath Enright pizza right there. Potato yeah. on your oh, pizza? Heath would eat the shit out of Heath that. Would eat that. Heath would fuck it first and then he would eat it. <laughs> um, so uh, I will say this, the worst pizza I've ever had in my life was in Las Vegas. Um, really? Yeah, so when I was 21, um, I had just turned 21 and I went out there with a, a, a very close friend and we were eating at like buffets and all kinds of stuff like that just yeah. to like, yeah. you know, cause you know, that's what you do. And this was like, this was a long time ago, 25 years ago. So I was like, you know, it was, uh, it was, you know, there's a bunch of places to eat, but then the, like, it wasn't that, ex it wasn't that cheap to be out there. So we went to a couple places off strip to eat. Sure. And we went to this one place and we ordered a pizza and the pizza came out. And I know that you've had this, like, it's a pretty regional thing. You remember the like square pizzas they used to have in cafeterias here yes. in this and, yeah. and that are just really bland yeah. and they're like gross and undercooked. Uh -huh. It was like that, but imagine half the flavor. Like it was, it was what? undercooked. What? Like everything was blonde. Like, oh, like the, like yeah. the dough was soft and gross oh, and it tastes like, I mean, it seriously tastes like ketchup on there or something. Like it was the worst tomato sauce. 
We took one bite out of it. My buddy brought it back and demanded his money back. He was like, I demand my money. The guy's like, you already ate part of it. He's like, we had to try it to know it was absolutely disgusting. I want my money back. And the guy's like, I'm not giving your money back. And he stood there for almost an hour arguing with the guy. Holy shit. And everybody that came up, he kept on holding the pizza and be like, this is what you're ordering. It's garbage. And like, he scared away enough customers. So the guy gave half his money back. That's all he gave was half? half. It was half. That's all we got back. Jesus, yeah, how was, about a fucking customer service train? Oh, it was the worst. It, but it was genuinely the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. Worst was, pizza I've ever had was in this studio. Oh, that Roots. Oh, that Roots pizza in Roots Chicago. Roots was the worst but pizza Roots, I've ever Roots eaten. pizza is not, it's a Chicago pizzeria, but it's it's quad city style. So they cut it in these big long strips and they take their, they they grind their their Italian sausage. I don't mind Italian sausage in chunks, but when you grind it down into a thin a paste powder, yeah. and then you spread it on your pizza and all that grease, it was just the most, it was Awful. It was genuinely like we only ate the crust. Do you remember yeah, like we too. ate the crust? And we threw the pizza, pizza out. Away. It was that yeah. bad. It was appalling. Yeah. Yeah, so we got an email from Travis and Travis sent us a, a rather long email about the problem of um, following the Beto plan with respect to eliminating the tax-exempt status for churches. And the, the concern Travis has, and I think it's well-rooted, is that you know if the government gets into the business of deciding which messages um, a church is uh, sort of allowed to say without, with or without losing their tax-exempt status and the government is sort of de facto penalizing certain types of speech... And so what would then prevent a, you know, government which is not friendly to certain issues yeah. that I like yeah. to penalize other churches? And I think I, I am generally sympathetic to that concern. I do think, however, that for the LGBTQ community, it's, it's no different than the African-American community or, or any other minority community that you just, we have to have some social standards where we decide that we want to live in a certain kind of country. We want to have certain types of freedoms. We want to um, have certain kinds of yeah. equality. Yeah, we don't want to not discriminate. Yeah. And if you want the... Because the thing is, it's not penalizing to say you have to pay taxes. What it is, is not giving somebody a free present, right? Yeah. So, and that's that's an important distinction. So, if, if I don't buy somebody a present, if there's three people in a room and I buy two of them a present and I don't buy the third person a present, I didn't penalize the third person. Because they don't have to give anybody a fucking present, yeah. right? That's the nature of presents. Yeah. The nature of a free gift is that somebody doesn't fucking earn it. Yeah. And I know that the theory behind the 501c3 tax-exempt status is that they give back to the community. And I think that a reasonable person can say, well, if one of the things you give back to the community is bigotry, that's not something the community is willing to accept. Yeah. And so you don't get the free gift. That's that. Like, not getting something for free is not the same thing as levying a penalty. Yeah. And I think that there's a distinction there that's important. Yeah. Travis also says, um, the repeated, will you raise taxes on Elizabeth Warren is not directed at the tax increase itself. It's uh, the attack at, is aimed at her unwillingness to openly state the fact that will that she seems to imply a lack of candor what else is she going to be forthright about? Um, I, and he says, I wish that she would just tackle it head on. Like Bernie said, when he said, yes, tax will go up, but over cost will co overall costs will go, and go down. Bernie Sanders came right out and said it. Look how often he gets attacked for it. Like never, but Warren's campaign sometimes has an aversion for it. The problem I think with Warren is, and I think it's a good one, she's the front runner, number one. Yep. And two is there's a reason why she's not saying it like that. And it's because it's easily clippable. Because these debates are super easy, easily clippable. And you, you're you going to see these attack ads that say, yes, I will raise taxes. 
You know, they're get, I guarantee, you know, yeah, Bernie's not getting attacked by it now because there's not a Republican in the race. Yeah. But wait until there's a Republican in the race. Wait until Bernie's the only candidate. That's going to be the only thing you hear is that clip of him saying, yeah, taxes will go up, but costs will go down. And I guarantee fucking tea, they're not going to keep the costs going down yeah. part. All they're going to keep is the, yes, taxes will go up. And it's going to be some really sad voice person with ominous music saying, Bernie Sanders is going to raise your taxes. What will you do? What will you do when you don't have money to feed your children because you're paying into the Bernie Sanders free government health care for all plan? Yeah. And you're looking at your starving baby as they die in your arms. But they won't really because there's free health care. <laughs> <laughs> you could have taken them to the hospital where they would have gotten nutritional yeah. supplements. Yeah. Yeah. So there, it, it's not now. And I and I get what you, I get what you're saying, Travis. I would like her to be honest too, but at the same time, it's like it's a dishonest it's a dishonest question because they keep asking the same question, and they are literally looking for a Republican soundbite when they ask it. I, I think that's the case. Yeah, we got a message from Ron. Uh, Ron thought I called Heath Ian, and uh, and he said, "Did you guys just out Heath?" Look, I I, I here's the thing. I'm going to out Heath right now. Heath's real name is Heath Enright. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Heath. I know you're trying to keep that a secret. This big, like, oh, that's not my real name. I'm my my real name is something else. It's Gabriel, blah blah blah, or whatever. No, his real name's Heath Enright, guys. So I'm sorry, I just outed you, Heath. It's it's Heath Enright. I did want to talk about this. We talked last week about yes, the Kurds, um, and we said um, we said that uh, basically Trump was abandoning the men who fought alongside you, and the Kurds actually have a very gender integrated military. And so it's men and women fighting alongside. So yeah, uh, we wanted to men mention this. This was this is one for the troops who sent this in. So thank you very much for, for the correction. It's absolutely true. You see tons of images of Kurdish women. Yeah, that was my fighting. gaffe and yeah, I apologize. They, that. That tons of women out there. Uh, this is a message and I do want to clear this up. This is from Christian and he says, hey guys, out of curiosity, what style of Chicago pizza do you mean? There's thin crust, there's stuffed, there's deep dish. And I have different thoughts on each. And so he's wondering what we're talking about. Here's the thing. I genuinely think that the thin crust pizza in Chicago on average is better than the thin crust pizza I have out in the in, in New York. I think that they're comparable, but they're not. I think that the pizza here is a little better. Um, the I'm not a huge uh, cheese, the stuffed or whatever that stuff is, the yeah. one that with the, with, the, with the sauce on top. I'm not a huge fan of that. I get that maybe once every three years and then realize why I didn't order it for the past three years. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't really right. like it. The, my very favorite pizza in Chicago is the deep dish pizza that we get at Pequod's. So Pequod's pizza is a deep dish pizza. They, they make it a little weird. They put the cheese underneath the sauce and it, and it's not uh, a ton of cheese. It's just enough cheese, just like you would normally put on a pizza. And the sauce um, gets a really great caramelized flavor and the, the actual ingredients cook because they put that on top. And so the ingredients are caramelized too and, it, and everything winds up tasting delicious. So that's like my favorite pizza in Chicago is the stuffed, or not the stuffed, the, uh, the, the, deep, the deep dish. dish. Um, but I also, I also very often will order um, uh, thin crust too. I like thin crust pizza, but I'm not, but I'm not a fan of the, the one. And that's what they always say. It's like, it's like, um, uh, what is it? It's a, it's a straw man. They always make it seem like the one that we like is the one with all the mozzarella cheese and the sauce scooped on top. And, and I never eat that. Yeah, I, I think I order a stuffed pizza. Yeah, but well, probably maybe once a year, once every other year, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And some, and, I, and admittedly, yeah. there's one or two places that do it okay. Yeah. Um, Lou Malnati's is okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think Geno's does an okay job. So there's a couple of them. But again, I would much rather have a Geno's thin crust pizza, to be honest with yeah, you. That's that's more typically yeah. what's ordered. I think the I think the confusion comes from that is what is thought of as Chicago style. Yeah. So that's like what's kind of the namesake pie, yeah. right? But I don't think if you're here, that's what Chicagoans eat. Yeah. Like if you're a Chicagoan, that's very unlikely to be the food you eat. What you yeah. eat on a Friday yeah. when you ordered pizza. Yeah. You and you would and I I would almost guarantee this. I I've never ordered one to my home. No? I've never ordered. I've only I ate have. them. I've only eaten them at places because when you order them at your home, they show up and they they have literally like juiced the entire thing yeah, they put on. They do. And it's like it's like falling apart. It's a total mess. I would only, if I was ordering it, I would only eat it in a restaurant. There's no way I would order that from home. And I would, and I would say I'm probably 50% of the people who do ever eat it probably would never eat it if it wasn't at a home. Like uh, another place yeah. that I really like too, in Chicago, another really good thin crust pizza is Rinaldi's. Rinaldi's is an excellent- That is a great pizza. And Rinaldi's is an excellent thin crust pizza. I think Gino's East has an excellent thin crust. Giordano's, which is across the country, Excellent thin crust yeah. pizza. So there's plenty of great thin crust pizza. Pat's, Nancy's, great thin crust pizza here in Chicago. And then there's also really good deep dish. You got to find those places. Those places are harder to find. Pequod's is the number one deep dish pizza in the city. But when it comes to the other stuff, like Tom and I aren't connoisseurs. We don't eat it very often. Nope. If I do get it, I get I like Lou Malnati's. If Lose, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Lou's is probably the best. Got a good crust. Lou's is the best, I think, if you're yeah. looking at them. Lou's yeah. is, and Lou's is the most famous. Yeah. And Lou's doesn't fucking, like, Giordano's is the one that puts, like, a fucking six pounds of mozzarella yeah. in theirs. And you're just like, that's like a, like, you're not going to the bathroom for a week Nobody actually that. gets a Giordano's stuffed pizza locally. Yeah. But it is funny because that's the one you can mail out. Oh, that's okay. That's the quintessential. I didn't realize that. Didn't realize that. Yep. Yeah. That's the one you can mail out. So we got a, a, a comment on our blog that said we should look up frack gel and I haven't yet. So, um, uh, but if you like gels, <laughs> you can go to adamandeve.com. I don't know that they have frack gels, but you can get 50% off almost any item, a uh, bunch of free stuff and free shipping. What just should en- you do? Just enter glory at checkout. And it's oh. not a glory hole that you would drill in the ground to frack in. <laughs> 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 so uh, we hope you enjoyed our midday week episode. We released a Thursday episode on the family. We watched the family on Netflix and you can send a message to us at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of that episode. Uh, It's a movie review episode. If you have other ideas or things that you think we should cover, uh, let us know. Send us a message. We want to thank Jordan and Dan from the Knowledge Fight Podcast. Great guys. We had them in studio. Really great guys. Local guys. And we had a really fun time talking to them. We're excited to have them back on. We're hoping in the beginning of the next year, they're going to come back and we're just going to do clips with them for like a while. That'd be great. Because we just had a blast chit-chatting with them. Um, really cool guys. Check out their check out their podcast, Knowledge Fight. Fun podcast to listen to. Um, they put out a ton of content, so check it out. We'll put a link on this week's show notes. Um, it is episode four ninety four. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night infodocutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.